this is your host Antonio with PeoplePowerFarm.com. We got a new podcast coming up, special report, how native plants support wildlife. That's right, how native plants support wildlife. We're going to talk about it at PeoplePowerFarm.com. Coming up early today. See you soon. Have a great morning. Enjoy your day. Hi, this is Antonio with PeoplePowerFarm.com from Northern California. Podcast, Native Plants Benefit Native Wildlife. By Jeff Cox. You know, a couple of decades ago, he wrote Landscaping with Nature. Rodale Press, 1991. A book about gathering inspiration for those home landscaping by going into wild nature and noting what was so exciting and pleasing, and finding ways to bring those inspirations home. I didn't know it at the time, but I only had half the story. The other half is to create those natural home landscapes designed with native plants. There are so many good reasons to do so. The chief among them is the lifeline that native plants throw to native Funa. That's right, Funa. You can look it up online. It's interesting. Especially insects and birds. A true champion of this notion is Professor Douglas Chairman of the Department of Entomology and Wildlife Ecology at the University of Delaware. You might think we gardeners would value plants for what they do. Instead, we value them for what they look like. Most of us know some of the things that our plants do. Right? They produce oxygen, they build topsoil, they prevent erosion and flooding. They also they clean our water and shed our houses. But it's their ability to turn sunlight into food for all those earth, earth creatures that supremely is important, especially in the context of local ecologies. Last summer, Professor Talamai did a simple experiment. He counted the number of caterpillars on a native white oak in his yard and compared it to the number of caterpillars he found on a nearby ornamental breadfoot pear, an Asian native. I found the 410 caterpillars on the white oak comprising of 19 different species and only one, an inchworm on the breadfoot pear, he said. 
Why such a huge difference? Native insects have co-evolved with native plants to avoid predations. Plants load their tissues with nasty insect repellent chemicals. Wow. But the native insects have developed ways to defang those chemicals using with enzymes. The breadfruit pear is a relative newcomer. And there are no insects that have yet evolved the ability to eat it, except maybe the inchworm. We will continue this podcast This is Antonio with PeoplePowerFarm.com. Continuation of the Native Plants Benefit Native Wildlife by Jeff Cox. In the past, he says, we thought this was a good thing. After all, Asian ornamentals are planted to look pretty, and we certainly don't want insects to eat them. We were happy with our perfect pears, burning bushes, Japanese barberries, golden rain trees, and all the other foreign ornamentals. Then he pointed out the, edulog- the ecological costs. Excuse me. If you have a pair of nesting chickadees, watch what they're bringing to the nest to feed their hatchlings, mostly caterpillars, that's right. Watch what they bring to the nest to feed their hatchlings, mostly caterpillars. If you have chickens, take a look at it, see if that works. If that's your scenario. It takes an incredible 6,000 to 9,000 caterpillars to raise one clutch of chickadees. What we plant in our landscapes determine what can live in our landscape. An American yard dominated by Asian ornamentals does not produce nearly the quantity and diversity of insects needed for birds to reproduce. We have 50% fewer birds than 40 years ago and some 230 species of North American birds are at risk of extinction, he said, citing the 2014 State of the Birds report. By the way, Professor Talamai says, you might assume that my oak was rattled with unsightly caterpillar holes, but not so. Since birds eat most of the caterpillars before they get very large, from 10 feet away, the oak 
looked as perfect as the Redford pear. He adds that since almost all the native insects have specialized relationships with native plants, planting non-native reduces biodiversity. Now I leave this with you. The article is something you can read. I always will give you something for you to go ahead and study. I study too. We're both in it to win it. You find this article, The Horticulture, The Art of Science, Smart Gardening. You heard it from peoplepowerfarm.com. Thank you again for listening. See you soon.